This is a Rooster Teeth production. Oh, hello, hello. and welcome to a very special episode <laughs> of Death Battle Cast. Just like all of our episodes are very special because we argue about shit that doesn't matter and it's great. Hi, I'm Ben, <laughs> uh, voice of Wiz in that one show that you may or may not watch where characters die. Uh, and I'm joined by our usual host of crazy characters. It's Chad, voice of Boomstick. Hi, how's it going? It's Liam, voice of Liam. That's me. And it's Josh, voice of Josh. Hello. Yes. Look at those beautiful voices. <laughs> <laughs> look at those uh, beautiful... All right, that hurts me. Would you just look at them? Exactly. Look at that face. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to eat it. <laughs> Stare at those beautiful voices. They are... Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, a, a, an interesting little community death battle to go into that's different than usual. Um, but also... Stay tuned because later on in this episode of Cast, we will be revealing a little bit about what's coming up in Death Battle proper. Death Battle Season 8 continues this September, which is this month. It's September 1st. As I look at my computer, I really? realize that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, September man. 2021. September Pay 2021. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. It's I did wild. pay my rent. I paid my rent last night. I'm a good there you go. Uh, th- thanks for the reminder. <laughs> I didn't realize <laughs> my birthday's in two days. What the hell? Oh, is there? Holy hell! Really? Why is it September already? Oh my god! <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, nice, I, yeah. I, reminder. I guess I completely missed when it became September. Anyway, yeah, that means that death battle <laughs> continues in twelve days. Whoa! <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I'll have a little video about that later on in the show. Um, don't mind me just getting a little shocked by how far 2021 has come along i feel like it was yesterday it seriously feels like just the other day that we were like 2021 it's gonna be better like yeah (laughs) it was technically you know i'll I'll give it that yeah it's a strong i guess he's doing a lot of work with that but i you know what i think it does apply it feels um, like it's just 2020 part two in a way. Yeah, yeah. Right? The, like, the it doesn't F- feel F- like it's a different year. <laughs> no, yeah. No. Yeah, it's crazy. Can we just say that it's still 2020 until, I don't know, some arbitrary yeah. we, thing happens and we're all agree? Can we get a redo yeah. on this? Just everything? I don't, <laughs> don't want to be 32 <laughs> yet. <laughs> See, don't. 32. Oh my God. Don't say that. Then it ages me, man. I turn yep. 25 in August. Oh Jesus gosh. Christ, I forget oh, how young you baby. are. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Closer to 30. Wait, am I 30? Isn't it horrible? I now cannot literally remember if I'm 31. What's your birthday? What's, what's your birthday? That's what will happen. Well, 89. After 30, 89. it'll get you. Yeah, well, at a certain point, it doesn't 32. matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, after 30, uh, yeah, you forget. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 28, everybody. Um, my age. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of youth. Uh, we will be doing <laughs> uh, community death battle on these uh, uh, Rocat torches that Rocat sent, which are awesome. Um, yeah. We will be doing community death battle uh, with uh, Spider-Man. So everybody knows what's going on with uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, right? Right. Everybody's seen that right now, right? Spoilers. Th- well, I guess we haven't 100% confirmed that all three films Spider-Man are, are showing up, but it's kind of like... 
basically confirmed. We absolutely know that villains are coming back. A bunch of villains are coming back. I have avoided uh, every single trailer to have no spoilers for this. Oh, uh, well, spoilers. A bunch of villains are coming back. back from the other yeah, movies, Chad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if the other uh, Spider-Men aren't coming back, they're kind of screwed at this point. Everyone is yeah. absolutely expecting it. Yeah. So. yeah. It would be a disaster <laughs> some, if they Some didn't. fucking exec- Disney executives are sweating bullets right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, because, like, so many of the actors have just been completely open about like oh yeah i filmed some stuff for no way home it was like what oh <laughs> okay did. i didn't know that okay yeah. then that yeah that it's it, that's okay. where that's where the rumors came in well the the villains yeah. so many of the villain oh, actors oh, have just been oh, completely yeah, open right. about it because yeah. a lot of them are like really good actors who don't really like yes. get stuck with the like superhero stuff all that much so they were just they don't know what's going on with it. So they were just asked about it and they're like, yeah, I guess I filmed some stuff for it. I don't know. <laughs> and then all the nerds are like, oh my God, what does this mean? Yeah. Uh, and that's been blowing up for um for like six months now or something like that. I don't know. So yeah, if if uh, Toby and Garfield don't show up, what if I don't know Toby what the fuck's going to happen. and Garfield the orange hat and not Andrew Garfield. Perfect. Oh, if it's voice, oh, if it's voice with Millery. Thank yeah, you, Josh. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And then Toby turns out to be Mephisto all along. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we are doing a community death battle. Not necessarily a death battle death battle, but a popularity death battle, I guess, of the Spider-Man. Who is the best Spider-Man? Toby Maguire, uh, Andrew Garfield, or Tom Hollins? Uh, going through the eras. And we oh. have so we have a three-way battle, which means... The way we usually do this is two of us are arguing for characters and the other two are jury members uh, with you guys. So this time we're going to have to figure out a new system because three of us are going to be arguing. One of us is just sitting here. That's me. (laughs) Um, So the way this is going to work is Liam is going to be arguing for Toby. Um, Josh is going to be arguing for Tom. And then I am going to try to argue for Andrew (laughs) Garfield. Good luck with the middle uh, one there, Ben. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. Hey, you know what? We'll, we'll get to it. Um, so uh, uh, you guys will have the opportunity to vote for who you think is the best Spider-Man from the films. Um, you can do that in the chat if you're watching this live. Uh, we do this every Wednesday at noon Central Time if you want to tune in and chat with us. Because this is not a courtroom. Everybody can chime in. We will be looking at the chat talking to you guys if you have anything you want to say about these spider-men that uh you want in the conversation let us know in the chat and of course chad can jump in at any point as well uh but without further ado also begin with opening where you vote whenever it pops up listen let's listen because even though this is kind of a popularity contest see if anybody can sway you uh at least least wait until i've had my say with andrew garfield because maybe maybe i can sway you (laughs) Should I should I start? Maybe. I assume I'm going to be starting. Should I start with like a who wins a physical fight argument or who is the better character argument? Which like direction? Liam, this is like? up to you, man. It's, it's you can do whatever you want in a community right. battle. Right. Then I'm going to do both. I'm going to do a combination of both. Go, go for it. Yeah. Because. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Get started. Sixty seconds on the clock. I will. Damn Let's it. Let's do it. Okay. So <laughs> Tobey Maguire, uh, Raimi trilogy Spider Man. Um, uh, for, first off, just in terms of boring death battle stuff, like, has the best physical feats of any of the Spider-Men, um, has the most movies, fights the most villains, has the best feats, all of that stuff should make him, the and has the black suit, should make him the winner in, in a physical fight. However, 
what's also what also has nothing to do with any of that stuff, but also uh, helps is that he's also the best character. He's the truest to the original conception of like the 60s Spider-Man, which is what made the character so kind of immortal and popular. He has the best story. He has the best um, uh, like character relationships. He's the best written. Um, and a, a lot of people shit on Toby for the Toby Maguire-isms, but I think that those eccentricities, those really unique aspects of his performance, uh, is inspired casting. It, it fits perfectly with the kind of weird, rainy tone of the trilogy. Um, so he's the best. Okay. Very All right. Um, yeah. I guess I'll go next. And, and correct. If we're going chronologically. Both interesting and correct. I mean, double whammy a wombo uh, combo sure sure I, I everybody so i do want to point out uh, i see a lot of people in the chat going like yeah toby mcguire i'm voting for him he's the spider-man let's remove the nostalgia glasses i i, I don't i swear That's to god i'm i'm not wearing nostalgia glasses when i say this like i, I can, mean to I here's the thing the I, sh I shouldn't i shouldn't say that i shouldn't say yeah, that because yeah. nostalgia is a valid reason for you to say like he's your favorite spider-man like i shouldn't I, say that yeah. um I do want to say that I feel that Tobey Maguire is probably the best Peter Parker. Well, to the comics. Right. That's, that's, well, that's okay, actually, I'm just saying. Well, there you go. More true to the original the Peter Parker. I'm just um, saying. Definitely compared to Andrew Garfield. So let's, let, let me get into that. Um, so 60 seconds. Amazing Spider-Man films suck. I don't like them. But upon revisiting Same. them, that's not because of Garfield's Peter. Uh, to set them apart from Tobey's frankly kind of cartoonish spidey because he's you know based on the comic book one uh the writers made garfield feel real uh he's not the classic dork who's bullied every day he's actually starts out as a douchey nerd who's an outcast and doesn't really like people um and uh, uh, he doesn't even start out as a hero he starts as a vigilante out for revenge and while that's not very spider-man his story the story of both amazing spider-man is <clears throat> about getting to that point um over the course of the films, he learns to break free of these negatives, open up, learn to love, learn to forgive, and become a selfless superhero by the end. He is the most realistic Spider-Man, and that makes him unique and stand out, not just among the films, but among all Spider-Men. So if that's what you want from a movie Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield is the best one. You know, I'm going to give you kudos. A brave defense. A brave defense, Ben. Ben throwing I out mean, his uh, film, here's the film classes uh, to win yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. The Amazing Spider-Man films, I do not like them. But it's not Agreed. because of Andrew Garfield. Sure. Like, no, I, I agree. I don't think he's the worst aspect of it. And I don't think that Andrew Garfield's performance is bad. I think that the script supporting him is bad. I think oh, that yeah, it, the plot's it, terrible. Yeah, it saddles <laughs> oh, yeah. him. And I mean, like, and also, like, it saddles him with a lot of, like, weird kind of goofy shit that, that doesn't, it's not, I, I don't get, like, a, a super consistent vibe for the character. I think you lay out, like, a really interesting, like, like, interpretation of his character. But I feel it only makes sense after you've seen both movies and not, like, during them. Because I always found well, it very hard to connect to the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Um, the stuff like him being a skater felt like I know, that, kind of and it was everywhere. Yeah. Like, well, yo, to okay, be real, we'll though, Spider-Man we'll would be that. fucking sick at skating. I just want to throw it's that out there. Yeah, like, yeah. unfairly good at skating. 
Yeah, so the fact, so because we kind of touched on the fact that he's not the Peter Parker from the comics. Um, yeah. We'll get back to that. I do want to get Josh's argument. And that's fine, Tom too. I, I, I will say this. I think it's fine not to be. But before, before yeah. we put the, the clock up for mine, I got to. One thing oh, point. no. Just one Whoa. second. Oh, look at this. Wow. <laughs> I mean. Okay, He's okay, pulling out all this okay, stuff. It's a, it's a shirt. It's a shirt. I it's thought a shirt. for a second before a, yeah. I saw the sleeves, I was like, it's oh. fine. He's going to pull a hood out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm ready. When Amazing. I wasn't ready Go to contend it. with such power. <laughs> I'm already swayed. All right. So I think, I think Tom Holland's MCU Spider-Man is fantastic all on his own merit. Like he's, He's the toughest, tech-savviest Spider-Man we've, we've seen so far. And I think Tom is a great version of both characters. He's a fantastic contemporary Peter Parker. He is nerdy, but not as a stereotype. No giant glasses, no camera around his neck. He's just like a socially awkward teenager. And I think that's what you would expect from a Spider-Man or a Peter Parker today. And then he puts the suit on. He webs people up. He's got tons of quips. And he trolls his enemies, basically, like a 16-year-old would today on the internet. Like, that's what you would expect from a contemporary um, Spider-Man. And then on top of that, on top of all that stuff that makes him great all on his own, he doesn't live in a vacuum. He lives in a universe with other heroes. We get to see him in relation to other heroes, fighting other heroes. We get to see him go up against people outside of his normal rogues gallery. So it just makes for a really well-rounded version of the character that we have never seen until Tom Holland's version. And it's not even done yet. There's more to come. But before we get to that, let's talk about HelloFresh. It gets boring eating the same meal over and over again, but coming up with something new, running to the store, and frantically finding all the ingredients is a huge pain, especially now that things are busier. But hey, that's why I'm glad to have HelloFresh. They simplify finding new meals by sending pre-measured, fresh ingredients straight to your door for delicious recipes. So you can skip the searching the seasoning aisle and get right to making dinner. HelloFresh gives you tons of variety with more than 50 weekly recipes in all kinds of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients, so you'll always be trying something new. I recently got to make the Monterey Jack unfried chicken for the whole family. It was delicious. Everybody loved it, including the kids, and it was super easy to make. And HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than the grocery store anyway, so you can have quality, healthy food and save money without even leaving the house. Go to HelloFresh.com CAST14 and use code CAST14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com CAST14 and use code CAST14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Thanks, HelloFresh. I will say from a like attitude perspective, I think he is probably like the he's got that like 90 Spider-Man down, yeah. you yeah. know, like which I do like a lot about his character. And that's a really good point about the modernization. So one of the things I, I dislike because I agree with you on all that. But one of the things I dislike about Tom Holland Spider-Man is that because they wanted to kind of like avoid redoing the origin story again for homecoming sure. they kind of they do kind of do his origin story spread over several movies like they switch out uncle ben for tony stark as his parental figure that he sort of that dies <clears throat> and 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 that he learns from um but i also think that like he already starts off at the beginning of Homecoming as like a pretty good Spider-Man. Like he learns a mm -hmm. lesson about, you know, not having to rely on the suit or whatever, but nothing like, nothing, there isn't the same kind of story that is as fundamental to Spider-Man as learning like with great power comes great responsibility, well, which is a line only uttered in the Raimi trilogy. Right. It's in, it's in neither of the other two. 
I'm really glad you brought that reason. up because I think I think a lot of people see that as like a weakness of the MCU Spider-Man, but I totally see it as a strength hmm. because we do get like a strange version of that like, iconic line and speech in Civil War. But what I love about what they decided to do is they were like, if we're not going to show Uncle Ben, then this really needs to hit home without Uncle Ben. And I think they do in this way of like show, don't tell. Like Spider-Man immediately has to live out that mantra that we've seen before in previous films. And the way he does that is like, he's like a 16 year old kid who flies to another country with this billionaire he just met and he fights heroes that he's looked up to his whole life. It's like with great power comes great responsibility. And we immediately see Tom's character or a version of the character do that. It's not just a speech. We get to see him actually do that immediately. And I think it's a really cool way to introduce the character that we hadn't seen before. It's an interesting yeah. way to look and at it. I, I, I do want to point out, like, the great power, great responsibility thing is not really from the comics. The yeah. Uncle Ben thing yeah, is yeah. not, like, it happened in the comics, but Uncle Ben was not his, like, primary reason for being a superhero in the comics. That... Like the, the Raimi films really leaned into that. And I think that was smart. I think it really works from a film perspective um, because it creates a contained story. But the comics, it was a very long drawn out uh, 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 arc for Spider-Man. Like he starts off in the comics as weirdly, I think a lot more like Andrew Garfield than the other two. Um, he's kind of a douche. Like Peter Parker is... <laughs> <laughs> not all that douchey but when yeah. he becomes spider-man in the early comics he's kind of a dick he like uh a lot of people uh uh i see a common argument against the tom holland one saying like well it's not a spider-man story because it's spider-man in the world of marvel but that's how he was at the beginning one of the most interesting early stories for spider-man is that he tries to join the fantastic four because he yeah. wants to make money as a superhero and that <laughs> goes poorly the fantastic four don't think he's ready it's not what he wanted he finds out that they're not going to pay him you know if i recall <laughs> yeah. correctly like um that's that's what spider-man is like in those beginning comic books and i don't think you can say that toby's anything like that um his spider-man is pretty quickly established as like okay i'm gonna do the right thing um which again works fine for the movies uh but then once you draw it out through multiple films i don't I think you have more room to work with, which they expected to have more room to work with with the Andrew Garfield one, which is why in his first film, he doesn't really become much of a superhero, which I thought was a detriment to the film, honestly. Like, I don't like how in the in the first Amazing Spider-Man film, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, Peter's basically on a vengeance quest for like 80% of it. He mm -hmm. just doesn't feel like Spider-Man. But if you look at it as a whole, by the end of that film, he does learn like, okay, I can actually use these powers for something good. And I can actually do something more with my life than just dick around in some random alleyway <laughs> with a skateboard. <laughs> um, and then by the end of the second film, um, he's, he's learned to be willing to accept who he is and what he can do without any kind of like uh, attachment to it. Um, like he's literally fighting for himself and, and things that belong to him. Or, or relationships that he has throughout both films. And then by the end of it, none of that is left. And yet, so that last arc of the second Amazing Spider-Man, even if it is very rushed, I think, um, it is about him finally becoming that true Spider-Man. It's unfortunate in a way, I can't believe I'm about to say this. It is unfortunate <laughs> in a way that there was not an Amazing Spider-Man 3. Yikes. Fuck, okay. I can't believe yeah. I said that on a live show. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> yeah. Because 
I feel like we were just at the peak of his like arc of becoming Spider-Man and amazing Spider-Man because he's, he's kind of a douchebag as Spider-Man in one and two as well. Um, like, especially in one, he's just like making fun of, making fun of people. Like he's not just trolling them. He's just like, he's a, such a downer uh, to people as well. He's a, he's a dick. Uh, but <laughs> I think that's intentional to set him apart from the Raimi trilogy and from the comics as well, just to create, I mean, a lot of people call it like the Dark Knight Spider-Man because he's a real edgy one. But like, it, not true, that yeah. was intentional. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's definitely hey. not Dark Knight, but it, it, it's an edgier take on the character. So and I think it does work, so, but, but it does know, require the complete story. Some good points, some good points. You also, you mentioned multiple films. Real quick, raise your hand if your Spider-Man has at least one terrible fucking film. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Definitely you not me. better, Sorry. you better put your hand up and, for Spider-Man three, Liam. <laughs> oh, you better. Oh, 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 we want to turn this in. Oh, we want to talk about Spider-Man three. I have oh, some other Jesus. points to make. But here, first off, <laughs> Spider-Man three is not bad. Yes, it is. At all, it is not. <laughs> it is. Oh, it, it is super not. It is completely tonally consistent with the first two movies. People shit on it because that's when superhero movies it came out. Right when people they started to get serious and people started to look at movies and be like, oh, it's not. It's not gritty or realistic, therefore it's bad. No, that that's not true at all. I swear to God, watch Spider-Man 3 with Spider-Man 1 and 2 like recently so you have context. It's fantastic. People say it's it's like it's like messy with too many <laughs> villains, but the movie is is very like neatly divided between like here's the part here's the section of the film where he fights Sandman, here's the section of the film where he fights Harry, here's the section of the film that's Venom's part. Um so yeah, at most you can say like maybe it would have benefited from like trimming down a little bit, but I, I don't really see that. And and on top of that, it actually ends very bittersweetly and like caps off the trilogy in a way that like as I rewatched it re like kind of like a few months ago, I was surprised. I thought it was bad or I thought it was like significantly worse than one and two. And it's just not. It's super comparable. I'd still rank it like like third out of three, but not like with a huge gap, only because I think two is like perfect and then one is like almost perfect and three is just sort of like almost almost perfect um so no, Liam, three's fucking rocks. what the f okay. almost almost okay perfect. okay almost <laughs> almost perfect yes yes I, yes for God, you're to, okay. right? you are for stretching fucking, some shit what, for what it's trying to do right like like it's not I, like i i think i have to like the dark knight is gonna succeed by yeah, yeah i think i have to kind of agree with you though i think i think spider-man 3 gets a bad rap um but it, it it is pretty consistent the main thing that the main problem with spider-man 3 i think is venom and raimi is on record for saying that he wasn't planning to have venom yes, like that was yeah. a studio insert later on that kind of made the last third of the film all all janky. over the place so oh, yeah. if you take venom out i do think you have a much more solid complete story that's a little mm -hmm. less messy but it, venom aside the film works pretty well sandman's um, awesome sandman his yeah i think uh, sandman has done really performance well is awesome uh the whole stuff with harry like it's so like parts of it are so wonderfully cheesy and like wonderful <laughs> like their little like fist fight in 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 harry's apartment is great and they're like i i i, I defended you at, i defended you in high school now i'm gonna kick your skinny little ass and toby's like yeah and 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 all all of Raimi's films, because it's Raimi. Like it's all Raimi. of his Spider-Man films are cheesy as fuck. And people like, are, yeah. Oh my god, people are like the dancing, the Bully Maguire dancing, and it's like, 
Yeah, no one watched Evil Dead 2 and pointed to the cackling moose head on the wall and was like, that doesn't seem tonally consistent with a horror Who's movie. Who's laughing you know? now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like you you watch uh, Spider-Man 1 and like there's that scene where Green Goblin and Peter and, and Spider-Man are talking on the rooftop and they look like fucking Power Rangers. They, like Power they Rangers. really yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's so you'll ridiculous. Never, you'll never, and you'll never get stuff like that in superhero movies anymore unless it's specifically like it's like the james gunn suicide squad where it's like from the twisted mind of james director james gunn <laughs> like it's like a very specific like this is a weird superhero movie you're never Raimi's gonna get doing, that stuff anymore raimi's doing multiverse of madness yeah but they might be like, willing to let them it's gonna i don't know it's Raimi. Raimi. it's gonna be I know, Raimi that's Light. gonna be so interesting it's gonna be Raimi like I, I'm I, very I, curious to see if they let him go ham because they were able to do that. I guess they didn't really let Gun go ham. Like no, Guardians it, they, is kind of tame for Gun. It's it but. is. Suicide's the Suicide Squad is like full Gun. Even that's probably mm-hmm. held back a little bit because they were like we can't do everything. But like it is pretty fucked up. Um, yeah. <laughs> I actually I actually really like the the Suicide Squad first. Dude, DC, it's so good. It, I, movie love, I, I really love I love that yeah. movie. Yeah, it's took, fun. Took a while. Took a while. <laughs> well, they, they just had to fuck it up so bad, and they'd be like, "Look, Gun, you uh, please help us." Yeah, we please. we know you're doing this because you're really pissed at Marvel right now. But so here, take oh, yeah, whatever you want. Weird... Oh you, uh, you you made by committee. Oh, you made relatively popular, like uh, unpopular characters, very successful yeah. with Guardians of the Galaxy. So here, do whatever yeah. the fuck you want with this franchise. <laughs> yeah. Now, now it's weird that I feel like Suicide Squad is now like a a premiere thing for DC, and that feels like really wrong. It's like, all right, can we like can we do Superman? Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Suicide Squad is their flagship franchise. I, it's like, oh, all right, let's pull back to Spider Man. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, Josh, okay. Let's, um, Josh hasn't I, I got a chance to yeah, say yeah, something. Yeah, Josh, yeah Josh. let's let's talk about Tom a bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what one awesome thing about Tom's version of the character is, for one thing, they got to learn from the first two. I mean, he has that advantage. Like, they got to see what went well, what kind of didn't work so well, and then got to kind of re refine the character to get like what I think is genuinely the best well-rounded version of the character in film that we've gotten so far. And one of the things I love so much about Tom's version is that he is like the tech savviest one. Like Toby really didn't dabble with that much at all. And then we got to see Andrew kind of do it a little bit, but then we have Tom Holland who's like dumpster diving and building his own web shooters with like secondhand old tech. Um, And then on top of that, he's like insanely smart, not just as like a character trait, but in ways that inform what he does. Like when he meets Mysterio, he has, a, and, and he's told that Mysterio is from this multiverse. He already understands how that might work and how that might change the fabric of reality in a way that he gives this kind of crazy speech that everyone's like, whoa, this kid's way too smart for his own good. And, and he builds his own suit at the end of Far From Home with Tony's tech. Like he's able to design it by himself That's in true. the back of Happy's plane on his own and like he he actually uses his intelligence throughout these films and i think that's a really cool version of spider-man we haven't quite seen yet he's always just kind of been smart for smart sick you know just because that's who he's always been but like there's countless little details like when he first fights falcon after like a minute he's like oh those wings must be carbon fiber based on the way that they move like he just is able to deduce that because he's he's brilliant and like even if he doesn't participate much He's like smart enough to participate in an academic decathlon in Homecoming, even if he doesn't actually do it. But yeah, I think he's he's like a legitimately smart character, and it 
complements the things that he does. It's not just like tacked on. So, Josh, you're making very, very logical arguments, but I'm going to help you out here because this is death battle casting. You need to yeah. do anything you can to win. Okay, and that is that he made us feel he more did. than any other Spider-Man we're discussing. Did you cry over the other ones? No, but you definitely <laughs> did over Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Yeah, when yeah. the fuck do you? When the fuck was I supposed to cry in Tom Holland's Spider-Man? When did that oh, happen? In Infinity War. Are you kidding me? That. He's talking about oh the, the. Oh. The, oh. Oh. I don't feel so good. His, moment. I don't feel so yeah. good. All right. Okay. Okay, and, and to here. your point, Chad, like, you're a heartless monster that likes Spider-Man I, Three. I, mean, I don't want to be fair. To be fair, it's compounded by the fact that everybody's dying at that. And moment. and like, come on, like they're all gonna be back. Like I I, I <laughs> not for one second did I did I feel Doesn't anything but like yeah. That's, um, <laughs> Open your heart, Liam. Open no. your heart. Okay, you want to talk about okay, you want to talk about actual emotional. Liam power. is right. cold as ice, so, guys. So, no, but let's talk about so one of the, so I totally agree with Josh that it hits and and frankly Garfield's as well both hit that kind of tech kind of savviness that is in the comics that is not in the Tobey Maguire movie and they did it I think because it just was not a necessary aspect to the story. It was just part of the dressing of the character and they were like, well, we don't need to do it. Um, but what? What uh, the Toby the Raimi trilogy gets right about Spider-Man's character is something that the the Garfield movies and the 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 Tom Holland movies don't get, and in fact, with the Tom Holland movies goes the opposite direction in a way that's I just think disastrous, and that is the fact that Peter Parker isn't what makes him an interesting, compelling character, especially in those comics. If you read them, what's made him compelling his entire you know his entire lifespan as a character isn't just that he's a superhero; is that he's also like a poor teenager in New York that is struggling, that because of his superhero work is struggling in even the most basic like social relationships in his life with his friends, with his family, with his school, with his work. It's all like this, this like delicate little balance that he always has to because of his lessons from Uncle Ben, because he has this power, he always has to choose Spider-Man over these other things. And those movies deal with that balance that he has and how he like, sometimes fails to kind of uh, maintain that. And that to me is the most interesting part of Spider-Man. It's, it's, it's the fact that you can go from these, like these, these dramatic scenes with Peter, both in the comics and in the Toby stuff to these like, you know, fun, ridiculous uh, superhero fights. And it's, it's kind of not really there in Andrew Garfield kind of is, but it's not, you know, he's like still living at home. So you don't quite get that. Um, and with the Tom Holland stuff, he's basically like got Tony Stark as a sugar daddy. So that's like, not there at all. Like the second movie is his like trip to a different continent and he gets drones. He gets fucking drones and almost drone strikes his class. It's like, <laughs> that's the least Spider-Man thing I could imagine. And I'm not saying that you have to like, you have to like do a superhero a certain way. That's stupid, right? But I don't think that it makes Spider-Man's character any more interesting. And I think it takes away something that is intrinsic to spider-man's character and to like the it's the core piece of what makes him interesting in my opinion yeah well on that note okay it it uh, unfortunately just doesn't make sense for that kind of thing to happen in the mcu i think that's less i know um, I, I think that's of, a 
a, a, a problem with the Tom character and more of a problem with the setup. I don't even know if it's necessarily a problem. Uh, it's just that the Tom character is just in a different world than somebody like Toby's Peter Parker or, or even the comic book Peter Parker to, in, to a certain extent because the Avengers work totally, differently. Totally, totally. But um, I think it's a but less interesting direction. I think Andrew Garfield is actually hits that in a way that neither of them are able to. Um, so everybody loves Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is like set up as this gold standard of Spider-Man films. I, I don't know if to, after, I want you to lead into like why Spider-Man 2 is bad. I can just feel it. I can just I'm not feel I'm bad. not actually well, okay, okay. sure. Okay. I'll go yeah. in that direction. I wasn't going to, but I'll go in that direction. Wait, was it Spider-Man um, 2 or 3 that had the emo rain scene? Hey. It's time to celebrate. NFL's finally back and uh, DraftKings is here to make it more exciting. That's right. The official daily fantasy partner of the NFL has millions of reasons why you should be excited to kick off the football season. DraftKings is giving new customers a free shot at $1 million top prize with a total of $4 million up for grabs. So Thursday is the opener. Get get in there. You get, get in on the Thursday night single game showdown is easy. All you got to do is draft six players from the season opener, standard the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. So head to the app now. Feel uh, the NFL action like you've never felt before because now you got a million dollars online, huh? So download the DraftKings app now and use code CAST, C-A-S-T, this week. New customers can get a free shot at $1 million top prize and $4 million in total prizes. Enter the code CAST to get a free shot at $1 million top prize with your first deposit that's code CAST, C-A-S-T, only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Go check it out. Make football more exciting. Three, I mean, right. rain scene. Right? Three. He's like, I think, um, he's like sk- or sorry, he's skipping through the thing to the song Raindrops are falling Oh, two. Yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah, that's two. Oh, that's two. God, I hated that. So I hated good. that scene so much. Chad apparently hates Raimi. Hates okay. fun. Everybody, can we stop voting for this? Is this a vote against Chad? Can we put Chad <laughs> in the poll and see if he wins? I hated that so, scene. By it the way, been bad in Batman Begins, right? It, but yes, but, but it works it, perfectly <laughs> fine. That's like one of the best moments in Spider-Man Two. <laughs> so, um, so uh, by the way, if you are watching this live, you can vote uh, on a phone. You can vote Toby with hashtag one, Andrew Garfield with hashtag two, Tom Holland with. Hashtag three. So Spider-Man 2 was like this gold standard of, uh, of, of superhero movies for the longest time. Even to this day, um, it, it, it still holds up. I think a lot of people treat it, honestly, as something bigger than it actually is, I think, a lot of the times. Because it's just like a fun, ridiculous Spider-Man movie. But it does have that core aspect to it uh, where the main conflict is within is, is Toby's Peter trying to like balance his life. And it, they did it so well in that film that I feel like every other Spider-Man movie is like purposefully avoiding that because they, they're if, if they try to like if they try to do that part of the character, it'll just be compared to Spider-Man Two, and nobody wants to be compared to Spider-Man Two, so they're avoiding that intentionally. I agree. Except <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man Two, which I don't like, but <laughs> it does touch on it because what they did differently. So Amazing uh, original fraud, Spider-Man films Spider-Man. were like. <laughs> we're like let's balance what is what is his life like balancing his life college his family etc amazing spider-man chose to take that idea and focus 100 on the relationship between him and gwen stacy which gets frustrating in spider amazing spider-man 2 because there's like 
50 different scenes of them going like, well, maybe yes. we won't, maybe yes. we will. It's, it's, <laughs> it's frustrating. But I'm not talking about the movies. I'm talking about the character. Okay. Um, I think Andrew Garfield's character has much better chemistry with Emma Stone's uh, Gwen mm, okay. uh, than absolutely more than uh, Toby and Kristen Dunst's the, MJ. The, yeah, I mean, the I think that was like the weakest. Everybody hates Raimi's MJ, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I, unfortunately, I think MJ is the weakest part of the Raimi trilogy. Um, I think there's plenty to like about her. And I think the yeah. idea that she's also in, like the comparison and the, yeah, I, I think the comparison in MJ's situation uh, is really unique and like how they explore her is, is really important. But unfortunately, I just don't think their chemistry works. I don't think their relationship works as well um, as as uh, 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 the Gwen, Peter. But the uh, upside down kiss. Sorry. <laughs> it's an iconic actually, scene. I was going to actually say the upside down kiss. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, you have to okay, bring it up. <laughs> let, me, let me put it this way. I think Spider-Man and MJ in those films works pretty well. Oh. Peter and MJ... Yeah, is a yeah. little hard to watch sometimes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if the Peter character works with the MJ character very well. I think um, mm -hmm. Tom and Zendaya work great. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they're fantastic. They're super fun to watch, and they're a lot more truncated <laughs> than the the uh, Garfield uh, Emma Stone scenes because they clearly just let them improv because they they were like I think they were dating at the time where they dated like shortly afterwards. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like they clearly had good chemistry. Improving. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of those scenes are just them going up, uh, just like muttering to each other. And boy, does it get Feels tiring like, after a while. But, <laughs> but on its own, it's fun to watch. Like, they're fun to watch yes, together. Yes, I think that's like, the best part are, of the, the, the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, and I, I think they nailed that aspect of it. And then it does become this, like, conflict with him of, like, how he maintains a relationship through this. And I think that's the best way to do it after something like Spider-Man 2 basically invalidates any other Spider-Man movie that comes after it <laughs> that deals with him balancing his life. Uh, I think they nailed it. Weirdly enough, Amazing Spider-Man actually nailed something. <laughs> and then the lizard shows up and turns everybody else into lizard people. It's fucking weird. The lizard <laughs> yeah. Can well, we start talking about the movies as a whole so I can bring up Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin? And you just want to bring that up. Yeah, that's, but we, no, no, that's not the argument Trump here, Liam. That's the argument, not the argument here, Liam. Hey, you know what? I, but I think, um, I think you're all wrong. Because the greatest Spider-Man actor is clearly Shinji Toto, who plays Takuya Yamashiro, a.k.a. Oh. Japanese Spider-Man. I mean, the emissary of death! I, if, we, if we ever do Spider-Man in a, when, like, if we when when we ever do Spider-Man and again in the death battle, I want his final quote to be from the Japanese Spider-Man. It's not the same character, and I don't fucking care. I want like, I want, like the the they, he jumps down, they go dun 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 dun, and and he says, what? "I'm Spider-Man, emissary of hell, emissary from hell." And it's like oh it's so good, and that's wait, what's going to be. Wait. I'm saying it right now. Okay. Okay, hey, hey, everybody watching, everybody watching. This is going to be amazing if we actually do this. Um, so you guys who are watching this show right now, like, Death Battle obviously brings in, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, but then there's you guys, like the core audience. Mm -hmm. Would you all be up for an inside joke between all of us where we start to make a Spider-Man episode and we promote Spider-Man versus somebody. We will figure it out. Yeah. And then 
the whole build-up to it is it's going to be Spider-Man versus somebody. And then the episode drops, and it's the fucking Japanese Spider-Man. He has 100%. a mech. He has dude, he's a got mech. a mech. A, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, he's a 22-year-old motorcycle racer. It's basically like <laughs> Graham Common Rider and what, Spider-Man oh, together oh, and shit. see what you get. Wait, wait, wait. What if it's like a, a, semi, a spiritual sequel to Batman versus Spider-Man, except it's it's Japanese Spider-Man with a mech versus Big O? Because Big O Big is o, basically, yeah, yeah, it's basically Batman. mech oh Batman. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I love <laughs> Hold it. Here's but the like, thumb. The Every time we it. talk robots, the scale is off, you know? So, like, right, how big? Right. Well, what, what the fuck? Whatever. We'll figure it out. Just the, the best thing about it would be I would want to bill it as just yes. Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. no... That's amazing. No, no hint whatsoever <laughs> leading up to it that it's gonna be anime. It's not it is anime. Spider-Man. Universally, yes, <laughs> in that. the chat. <laughs> Super Saiyan. I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> I, I, do, you know how much fun it would be to dig into Japanese Spider-Man? Like, like oh my god, there's so much wacky, batshit, crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great. Seventies Japanese. It's great. Like, children's TV. Ultra cheapo, like mm-hmm. make Star Trek look like a fucking like, <laughs> like really really cruise. cheap Super Sentai. Yeah, I think like, we yeah. need very to update. We need to update the poll. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, guess who doesn't win? Uh, '90s uh, cartoon Spider-Man. I love the '90s Spider-Man cartoon as much as the next guy. It I, it sucks so hard. It is so bad. And Spider-Man is even... not allowed to punch anybody. But Spectacular oh, Spider-Man right. is probably the best adaptation of uh, of the comic book, I would say, in terms of, like, the feel of it, where it's every episode is a new kind of villain, and they bring him back sometimes for storylines. They had the big gang war arc with the, with Doc Ock, Tombstone, and Silvermane. Silvermane, is that his name? I don't remember. Um, which was like, I was like, whoa, that's a deep pull from the comics, but that's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, the cartoon's awesome. The cartoon's great. A, a lot of other suggestions are Adam West Batman, by the way, versus oh, Japanese yeah. Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Does Adam West Batman have a robot? But yeah, that's the problem. Is I don't think he, they're just thinking because of the goofiness Maybe. of it. I don't know. Uh, no. But no, yeah, there's no way, dude. Like I think that <laughs> make, that makes sense. That does make sense, but because of the mech. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. For the longest time, I was thinking, like, uh, I was so sad when Adam West passed. Not, not just because yeah. it was West, of course, but, like, for the longest time, I thought it would be amazing if they did a multiverse Batman movie um, <laughs> and Wes had a cameo. It would be so good. And I was thinking, like, that would be the way to set apart the DC universe from Marvel, right? Get yeah. into the multiverse shit before they do. Right, yeah. exactly. Because Too late. DC, DC invented <laughs> yeah, the one thing they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it be, it's more of a DC thing, too, like, in terms yeah. of their stories. But uh, The Flash no, TV show just, just dives into it. Yeah, like, yeah, in yeah. season two. Like, the very end of the first season is like, fuck it, we're going multiverse. Like, it's, yeah. it's kind of great. Uh, but for some reason, the movies never did. I don't know why. Come on. More, more weird shit in comic book movies. We need more shit like Starro. <laughs> Starro was awesome. I couldn't, I knew it would be I awesome couldn't because... believe they did Starro. <laughs> I was like, no way. I'm so like, glad. I'm like, so awesome. glad. Apparently... So uh, I, I, I heard, of, I don't know like if this that. is actually true, but I, I, I heard like some rumors or whatever that like the original idea was that it was going to be Superman. Uh, and then Ugh. Gunn was just like, nah, I want no. this weird starfish alien. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. Super. Oh. And because so it's Gunn, they were just like, 
okay <laughs> it happened so april yeah. enjoyed the movie but when it got to the point where star is like breaking out and all that stuff is happening she turned to me she goes what the fuck is happening <laughs> like, all right well, let's pull back though because we don't want to spoil too much star and we're getting kind of close to the end here let's let's do let's kind of wrap up this spider-man argument a bit because we also have to get to that teaser man sorry guys i meant to get to the teaser for yeah 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 like it's a uh, so, so yeah. yeah, so let's let's wrap this up. Uh, closing thoughts uh, on on our individual Spider-Man. Um, let's let's the what? The Sorry, what? we're getting. What? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah, didn't know yeah. that, Liam? No. Okay, oh, they can't no. hear okay. Sam. So they can't hear we're, Sam. Yeah, so. we're, we're getting we're getting information from the producer, but yes, I I thought you knew that. Okay. No, so, I never knew I do, that. I do know this. So that scene where uh uh early yeah, on in Spider-Man One, he catches, he gets his powers and he catches everything with a tray. Everything's flung up and he catches it all. They had to do that take like I think ninety something times. Yeah, because he did that one hundred fifty times because. That's not a special effect. That's insane. Like other side, he actually caught all that. Catwoman in Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman in Batman Returns, when she whips the heads off the mannequins, that was one take, and she did it perfectly. She did all three. It was insane. She's a fucking rock. She's a rock star. Sorry, go on. Yeah, we got to give it to Tom being like a realistic portrayal of like spider-man i mean tom is a gymnast and does a lot of that stunts himself. He absolutely, he's incredible. Like the Toby thing is impressive. But Tom does it consistently throughout his movies. Like he yes. is an amazing athlete in his can't own. Can't argue right. that. Can't, yeah. can't argue that. And I'll just yeah. go. God, he even my... catches the bowl. Yeah. On top of the juice box. That's yeah. insanity. Yeah. Okay. It's yep. impressive. Yep. But <laughs> to roll into my my final thoughts on on Tom, I've been focusing a lot in my arguments about who Tom, like the portrayal of the of the Peter Parker Spider Man character, on his own, like outside of all this cool MCU stuff that he gets. Like with the MCU, yeah, he gets drones and an AI and instant kill mode and. He fights Thanos and the Black Order and all this amazing stuff. But like, I think what's really intentionally done in the MCU is to portray Spider-Man in his own movies as like his own character. Like Homecoming is all about him discovering that his real strength is being Spider-Man, not Iron Man Jr. And he rejects the Iron Man or the Iron Spider suit at the end of that movie. He fights Vulture without a suit at all at the end of that movie. And then in Far From Home, again, he builds his own suit. And in the end, what's what's his saving grace is his spiders his spidey sense like that's what saves him with all those drones like a uniquely spider-man uh power right like it's not he doesn't rely on the gadgets so i think the mcu has done a great job and i think they're going to continue to do it to demonstrate that spider-man is a strong character all on his own he just happens to live in this really fun universe it's not it's he's not it's not a crutch it's just like this added cherry on top that he gets to interact with all this incredible mcu stuff he's great all on his own Tom's the best. <laughs> there you go. No, to- to- <laughs> I think that all makes sense. And then Andrew Garfield is the best because. Um... <laughs> Come on, ben. You made such a strong argument for a while. No, no, I, I, I do think Andrew Garfield is 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 works really well because he is such a unique take on the character. And I know that's not necessarily what everybody wants from a Spider-Man film, but coming off of the Toby films, um the raimi films i i think for everything i don't like about amazing spider-man i uh, and even when i first watched it i thought "Ah, i don't like this portrayal of 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 peter Uh, thinking back on it if they had just done the same kind of peter 
as before, I think I would have liked it even worse or disliked it even more. So I think they, I think the Andrew Garfield character works really well as a realistic take on the character. I think his relationship with Gwen works really well. Um, I really do want to see more of that character, not the story, but that character. <laughs> um, and also he is apparently supposed to be a teenager. <laughs> That doesn't really oh, work. Yeah, yeah, he looks like he's <laughs> yeah. But you know, Toby and Andrew are grown men. <laughs> Toby is a super grown ass yeah, man. Yeah, I think he, I think he pulls it off a little bit better than Toby McGuire ever did. <laughs> all of the, all of then the again, high schoolers in 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 that in that uh, museum scene right before Toby gets bit are just straight up fucking adults. Like they have. <laughs> Hey, real quick break for a sponsor. If you've ever wanted to start streaming or maybe set up a podcast, but looked at equipment and thought, ah, this is too confusing or just too expensive. Well, I've got your answer. This is the Rocket Torch microphone. And this little bad boy is set up to make sure your audio sounds legit at an affordable price. And if you want to know what it sounds like, Chad and I have been literally recording this entire episode of Death Battle Cast on these microphones. So there you go. The Torch mic is packed with features, including a dual condenser design, 24-bit audio quality, and up to 48 kilohertz sampling. And if you don't know what that means, it's good. The Torch also includes some really cool features that are especially helpful for streamers, like a gesture-activated mute function, and a little control panel that you can separate from the mic. Normally, the mic comes on top of it like this, so it's one piece, but you can separate it out to put the microphone on a boom like I have, and then set up the control panel wherever you want in your setup uh and if it's a pretty straightforward device it's pretty easy to figure out but if you know you have any questions it does come with a little manual to make sure you know what each little knob does um it's great for streamers great for podcasters uh and you can set it all up without installing any drivers just plug it in it's good to go so get yourself a torch mic today and get professional quality sound just click the link in the description Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Description below. Thank you, Rocket, for sponsoring this episode. They Teach did wisely move on. <laughs> they did wisely move on from high school in the in the Raimi films, like as yeah. fast as, as possible. Soon as possible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, okay, he gets his powers. He, he kind of like stands up to the bully. All right, he's in college now. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> uh, all right, closing closing uh, statements from you, Liam, and then we'll move on. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say, you know, I don't know, like like. Uh, if you can really sit back and, and think about all the iconic moments and the stuff that you remember from the, the Raimi trilogy Spider-Man, there's just going to be way more, I think, than you'll remember from – the average person will remember from the MCU Spider-Mans or the, the Amazing Spider-Man Spider-Mans. Like, it's just it's – it's an iconic portrayal. It nails all of the most compelling stuff about the character, and it does it in a way that is unique and, and uh, directed – or it, it is directed by a, a real director who is not being – um, kind of neutered by like heavy studio meddling. It is his kind of artistic vision, very unique, and you won't, you really get that kind of stuff anymore. And I think that's why it stood the test of time. Even mind, Liam okay. said Spider-Man Three was good. I just want to bring that up again. It, it's <laughs> it super is good. 
It's <sighs> you want to talk about emotional moments. Keep in mind, Sandman. you're the one who says that the the rain scene from Spider-Man yeah, Two is I bad. Don't I don't like the, it. The scene where Sandman is skipping down the fucking thing and it's like and he tries to grab his daughter's pendant. It. He tries to grab his daughter's pendant and it slips through his fingers. So he like manifests <laughs> the will to like solidify himself to grab his daughter's pendant. That that. That's emotional right there. Dude. The moment at the end of the first yeah. movie where he's like, where Spider-Man, Peter's like, I actually have to choose over the girl, the woman that I love. I have to choose being a superhero. So I have to say, no, I'm not in love with you, which is a lie. But I'm doing it because that's the lesson I've learned. I can't, do, I can't have both. <laughs> that's emotional. I, yeah, they did that scene in Air Bud. Anyway, um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sandman's creation is fantastic it's a really oh, good yeah it's scene. the best part of that movie too. um and like people make fun of like the, the the scientists or whatever being like ah it's just a bird or whatever that's kind of the point that they're so like yeah yeah over it and narcissistic they're like ah who fucking cares <laughs> like, anyway. like that's the joke it's hilarious that's the joke. It's amazing. <laughs> all right so if you have not voted you can vote in the chat uh you can also type hashtag one for toby mcguire hashtag two for andrew garfield and hashtag three for Tom Holland. Or uh, right in get... for Shinji Toto. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We won't count I already tried Brian to get started yeah. to him. But... I tried to get Brian uh, to update the poll, but he didn't have a template for four. So... No. <laughs> uh, but uh, go ahead and get those in. We will get to the vote right after we talk about what is going on. With Death Battle Season 8 coming back Woo! in 11 days. Holy shit. So and that's actually good. the main episode. So the previews actually start uh, Sunday? The, the, the next week. Yeah. Next week. Whoa. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, do uh, we have those done? Are those done? Yeah, ready yeah. to go? I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so previews start up next week. And then on September 12th, uh, the season, uh, part two of the season eight begins proper with Batman versus Iron Man, directed by our own Josh Kazemi here. Um, man. It's looking pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty cool. But don't take my word for it. Let's show off a little bit of what's coming in Death Battle Season 8, Part 2. Hit it, Brian. I've got a suit for everything, Bax. Ready when you are. This is This is more fun than I've had in a while. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> As you wish. Renock, if you want to vote for Italian Spider-Man, you absolutely can. Also, oh my god, I didn't know we were dropping that much info right there. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. There you yeah, go. Yeah, so a couple oh, of the man. characters revealed. Um, exciting. There are some fun episodes coming up, guys. Uh, very excited to share them with we're you. We're finally so doing it! <laughs> so we, we announced, talk about it i mean we, we can talk a little bit about that one because that one we, we've yeah. technically announced uh so um uh, 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 uh macho man versus kool-aid man got a little bit of tease of what that's going to look like there we are so excited about that one that one is going to be episode 150 and it is a very 
different and unique episode of death battle sure is can't yep. wait it gets weird <laughs> oh my god be prepared for that awesome. <laughs> I remember us talking about that and being like yeah i think I, you know what let's yeah let's take it in this direction <laughs> not sure yeah but it's like we, we went with it it's great we we had several writers meetings where we were like how far do we want to go off the trail like off, yeah off, <laughs> off the I, usual plan of a death battle and i can't stress this enough that is just that episode yeah okay so <laughs> like if you watch that nope. and you're like whoa this is really different don't worry next one back to normal <laughs> death battle just ends after that <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it yeah we're, we're done <laughs> no but it's super fun and i can't wait to share that with you guys um and, and uh uh there's some characters that you might not expect showing up so stay tuned. i'm so happy i've wanted this yep. matchup to be forever like I know. It's sorry. For me, that matchup overshadows everything else. But uh, <laughs> there's so much cool stuff that we have coming up. And like, I got to watch Batman and Iron Man literally yesterday. Uh, and yeah. It's fucking incredible. It's super yeah, cool. It? So can't wait for you guys to yep. see more of that. Yep. Yeah. Um, Josh, you, you and your team did such a fantastic job with that episode. I'm, yep. I'm super hyped to see uh, that kick us off into these next eight episodes. Holy crap. There's eight more episodes <laughs> of the year, guys. Yes. Uh, there's some really good ones coming up. You saw a couple of them. I think you can guess a couple of the matchups, but you know, <laughs> there might be some surprises in there as well. Uh, so super excited to see what you guys think of that. But let's go ahead and get to the vote for the community death battle. So, okay. people want to know if Blaine is voicing Macho Man. I don't think so. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think we already announced that was Antfish. Um, uh, yes, we did. Um, okay, so for the vote here, because there's only one jury member, I would like to propose that we all get to vote, but we cannot vote for our oh wow the one we argued for. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Let's, let's do that. So all four of us are going to get to vote, and then you guys have a vote in the Twitter poll as well as your poll. So let's go ahead and first bring up. But, but first, we got the answers from Twitter. So let's go ahead and bring those up. I believe we have some of those, right? All right. Psycho uh, Amari says Toby McGuire is the best Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield is the best Spider Man. Tom Holland is the best Apprentice to Iron Man. I reject. That. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I the I, I remember somebody saying or I've heard that like the Toby McGuire is the better Peter Parker, while Andrew Garfield is the better Spider Man. I think that's like an overly simplistic uh, uh, di uh, uh, dichotomy. I I don't I don't necessarily agree. Well, I, 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 I mean, know they're... what they mean, but I, I don't agree. <laughs> it's it's it may be a simplistic way of explaining it, but there's obviously mm -hmm. more to it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're writing this on Twitter, you're gonna have to be a little simplistic. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, I'm you not have writing, I'm, I'm not the Twitter. Um, yeah, um, but I, I I think there's some truth to it. Um, <laughs> Okay, Elio. <laughs> uh, I, I do right. think the apprentice to Iron Man is a little little harsh, though. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, he had a whole arc getting past that. Hey, whatever. Next, yeah, let's yeah, go. Next on. one. I agree. I'm kidding. <laughs> Got oh, that's it. That was our one. Oh, that one oh, person that's our only one. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, there you go. Great job. All right, that apparently is representative of all of your opinions. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, so. Uh, with that being said, though, we do have the Twitter poll. So let's go ahead and get Come on. that. You know it's oh, going to be boring. Yeah, wow. there it is. Yeah. Okay. okay. It was, oh, wow. Hang on. was ahead at first. Okay, wow. 
Maguire at almost 55%, then wow. Garfield at... It's impressive for a 3 oh, It's hard to read on my screen. 13, 13 and then Tom at 32. 32. Yep. Yeah, wow. okay. There you go. It's actually right, not well, as close see. as I was expecting. I let's was expecting Maguire yeah. and, and uh, Colin, Colin to be, be really tight. much closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. It's yeah. interesting. I'm just curious to see okay. if you guys' arguments have swayed that at all for the chat. Yeah. So we have one vote for Toby already. Okay. Now, um, we're going to get to the chat vote in just a bit. If you have not gotten your vote in, it looks like it's still up, I think. So go ahead and get that in. Uh, but let's start off. We'll, we'll go the same the same order as before, and we'll end with chat. Liam, who are you voting for? You know what, Ben? You 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 gave me a good argument. I'm going to go with uh, Garfield as uh, besides Toby uh, uh, as the best Spider-Man. Um, uh, his movies are the worst, but I actually, you know what? I actually do think I like him more than Tom's Spider-Man, which surprised even me. But I think mm. I do. I think I do. But just just him, just <laughs> just him. Uh-huh. I gotta vote. Oh my gosh. You gotta vote. There you go. We vote the whole night. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. Uh, Josh. Wait, no, I'm up next. Um, I'm going to go with Tom. Oh, thank you. Appreciate cool. it. Just, yeah, wait a minute. Liam really came to help you out there, and you just stabbed him straight in the back yeah, no, without right. even thinking about it. Sick. Well, Sick. Tom's just, I just, I think Tom's the best Spider-Man just in general. I think he nails the balance between Peter Parker and Spider-Man mm-hmm. better than either the other two. Um, and I just really like watching him on screen more than uh, uh, than Andrew Garfield, or honestly, even Tobey Maguire. Uh, to me, Peter Parker and Spider-Man was never the strongest part of the Spider of the, the Raimi Spider-Man films. His villains were the best part. <laughs> but uh, so I've got to vote for Tom. That's okay. true. Only because they're so good. Josh, yes. Josh. I, I appreciate the vote, but I'm gonna have to keep the trend going, and I'm, I have to vote for Toby. Yeah. Um, wow, you guys all just like <laughs> three people found a way to. <laughs> You just both stab Liam. Or no, wait, no, you got Ben. It went down, no. down the chain. Down yeah, the chain. All of us just though. invalidated our own votes. Right. Did. Uh, sure did. Andrew, Andrew is great, but it's so hard for me to divorce him from the movies. It's it's really, really tough. Mm-hmm. And and Toby, I, for me personally, it's Tom, Toby, Andrew. I mean, I just, mm-hmm. those movies are great. The Toby movies are great. All right, we're running out of time. We got to play that okay. yeah. thing one yeah, more time got, at the end of the podcast. We got one, one for everybody, basically, except Toby's got two. Uh, so all three of our votes don't count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chad, who are you voting for? Well, now Tom also has two because I feel like Josh had a really good argument. So Thank you. I'm going with Josh. Tom Holland. All right. We've got two Toby, two Tom, one Garfield. Let's bring up the poll. You guys get to decide. What if it's Garfield and it's a three-way tie? Oh, my God. Then Brian gets to decide. Oh, oh, oh wins! 56% Tom Holland. Yes. 31. Oh, it's an opposite. It's like the <laughs> yeah, opposite from the Twitter poll. Wow. I love you, Chad. Because Toby's in the 30s <laughs> and then Andrew Garfield wow. is still in the 10s. Um, wow, amazing. Wrong, and that's though. that. Tom Holland wins with three votes to Toby's two. Wow. To Andrew Garfield's one. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Liam's face I was mean, great when he read that. He was so incredulous. He thought he had was, that one in the back. I was shocked. I was shocked. I'm honestly surprised. Yeah. I'm honestly I, a little I, surprised. Uh, I approve, everyone. <laughs> uh, that was great. I love it. Let us know if you want more community death battles like this, or you just like argue even more pointless shit. <laughs> yep. uh, all right. Thank you all so much for joining us uh, for this episode of Death Battle Cast. Liam, Josh, Chad, thank you as well. Um, we uh, again, Death Battle kicks back up September twelfth with Iron Man or with Batman versus Iron Man. 
And uh, we are excited to share this episode with you guys because it has a bunch of awesome suit battles in it. Um, we really dig into the the hardcore shit when it comes to like Iron Man suits and Batman suits. There's some really cool stuff in it. Um, maybe probably a lot of suits that you've never even heard of. Uh, so definitely check that out. September 12th. Um, Achievement Hunter is up next. We are eating into their time. I'm <laughs> sure they understand. But anyway, <laughs> as always, be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. Be awesome. We'll see you next week. And let's roll that teaser one more time for anyone who missed it. Yeah, let's do that. I've got a suit for everything, Bats. Ready when you are. than I've had in a while. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> As you wish.